Sir, I have a proposition. We're decent people being driven from our homes. Slaughtered in cold blood. So you seek revenge? I seek righteousness. But I'll take revenge. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Spoilerama. I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And today we're going to review a remake of a classic, which was itself a remake of another classic. We are reviewing The Magnificent Seven. Um, we don't know, as usual, what each other thinks of it, but we both, I suspect, have strong reactions. Um, I went to see it not expecting a huge amount because the reviews were very mixed. It was referred to as The Adequate Seven and I was bowled over by it. I loved this film. I thought it was just pure cinema, pure entertainment. That's my reaction. What was yours, Marina? Exactly the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was just brilliant. Talk it was great about fun. entertainment. Yeah, that's exactly like, what it was. And and even like the beauty of it all. It was just so beautiful to watch. I was as thinking well. that from your point of view, the cinematography was really good. It was just amazing. And it, oh, it was, I don't even know where to start talking about it like, what was your expectations of it um, well as every other remake I thought they'd change something well like, did it change they did bit? change yeah mm. but you've seen the original I did okay um, it like I expected it to change a bit more than like uh, I don't know how to explain this it's just I expected it to be very different from the original mm-hmm. have like the same kind of um, the essence the seven Guys, whatever, um, that are either bounty hunters or just um, cowboys, cowboys or wanted people that have killed loads or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, um, but with kind of another story, right? But no, it was everything was just so perfect, and they kept the right things from the original. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I saw that as well. Yeah, and even that, like it was what. Particularly that what you're saying is that it was I actually thought it was going to be a different story or something like that as well. But it is the basic same element story. A village is being terrorized. They hire out seven mercenaries, which, of course, is the original seven samurai. So they are like people who are hired for this specifically to protect or kill or attack. And that's what this is. And I thought, oh, they're going to do something else. It's going to be some other plot. No, they follow exactly the same structure, the same plot. It's a different reason they're being terrorized. Previously, it was bandits. This is a filthy capitalist, which is great. And it's just action adventure from there on. Yeah. And it's just it's just really, really good. Like um, the whole uh, like every single character, I think, had the has the, it is the original character characters as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, they have. Obviously, they added a few things, but it's like the essence of them are st- is still there. Yeah. All of them, they're kind of mixed, to be honest, the personalities with the characters that were the original ones. Okay. Like, for example, the younger one in the original one, what's, what's his name? Shiko, I think. Shiko's the, the, the character, yeah. yeah. I didn't see much of him in the characters. Was he? Yeah, he wasn't there, really. Yeah, it wasn't really represented. Like, yeah. But a few of the other ones, like your man Billy with the knives, I thought yes. it was really, really good. <laughs> Um, the other one that kind of runs away and is a bit scared and um, yeah. the one Ethan Hawke's character yeah. it has a bit of that and even Denzel Washington Denzel Washington was a brilliant oh job. he was excellent yeah I mean well I, I would say 
once he, Denzel Washington is in a film, it gets it's halfway there. Mm. He's just he's so good. He just has such he's basically the ultimate film star of the times at the moment. I mean, he's the only one I would see is a draw in himself. Yeah. And he is so right for this. He yeah. just dominates yeah, exactly, the screen. Yeah. And even I was really struck by there's a number of scenes and because it, it really uses widescreen. Like it's it's a proper widescreen film and there's a lot of scenes of him in close up with the town behind him facing and you just say, Hero, hero, you're yeah, just like, he's yeah. just so cool. And enigmatic. So he, and he's the perfect leader. Yeah. Exactly, so, yeah. And I just oh like I have so many notes of all the things that were just um like spe- there were specific lines that I thought brilliant. They kept that. Mm-hmm. One of them was like when your woman was there asking Denzel Washington to save the village. And she says, this is everything I got. And he says, I've been offered a lot for my job, but never everything. Yeah. Which that is was him. like, yeah, yeah. that was and, the, in the original. And it, But it didn't feel like it was just being stu- yeah. hammered in from yeah. the original. Like thrown it, in it there. It felt just to, it belonged yeah. because I didn't realise it at first, as he said. And then I suddenly remembered a few minutes later, I said, oh, yeah, your brother said something like that in the previous one yeah. as well. And said it differently. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't exactly the it. same, but, the, but yeah. the, the the gist of it was there. And the other one was the joke. Yeah, I was waiting for that. Yeah, the one that is, is, they say, um, so far so good. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was brilliant the way they did it as well. It was just so casual. It was in mm. a conversation. It wasn't like trying hard to put that no. well, joke in it. And that's it. All these references that were there from the previous films are subtly done. They belong in this film. They're not just deliberate references. And we should say, like we'll, we're saying things like, the joke, so far so good. If you haven't seen Magnificent Seven, you don't know what we're talking about. You should see the Magnificent yeah, Seven, yeah. either version. But there's a lot of, all that. it is not even a homage to the original. It is the same story. You could watch both of them. You could watch them yeah, as two separate yeah. entities. But there is that, all these references to, and even to Seven Samurai, some of them come from that as well, but they still work. It still works yeah. as a, nicely yeah. constructed piece and I love the way like I, talking to my mom um, who wouldn't be a fan of westerns mm-hmm. at all what would you be normally yourself I am yeah after, right. after I watched John <laughs> John Wayne Rio Bravo oh, of course, yeah. I became a huge fan of westerns and um, it's just like the for me the best scene was the shootout, the whole at the end, at the end. Yeah. Oh my god! And my mom was like, oh, "It was, it was a bit longer." I said, "No, it was just right. It, it was, was yeah. amazing." And you were at the edge of your seat the whole fucking time. And it was good old fashioned. It was just like yeah. the original because he even had and Denzel again was really cool in that. And just he casually walks out, bang, 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 yeah. and it wasn't there's no slow mo. There was no dramatic yeah. or anything. It was just done yeah. like a good old fashioned western. Yeah. And it was, it was even the soundtrack they kept. The theme. The, the theme. And oh, it was just, and all the cliches of the Westerns mm-hmm. as well. There were so many references, not only to The Magnificent Seven, but mm-hmm. to a few, like, there was a few references I found, but I could be reading it too much into it, but for The Searchers as well, I saw a few mm. references. Um, visual references. Visual yeah, references, yeah. It certainly yeah. looked very and like even it. even the cliche references of Western, what people see as Westerns, like the way they walk into the bars, to the saloons. Yeah, and their spurs clicking yeah. on the ground and, and so it's on. just, oh, everything was just brilliant. Well, that I mean, that's what I like, because one of, a lot of reviews, like, they're all damning it with fame and praise. And one reviewer I heard saying on a podcast saying that it doesn't bring anything new to the table or to the genre. And I said, no, why should it? Yeah. It doesn't need to. It's its own film. It's going back to the origins of pure entertainment Western. It's a film that belongs in the cinema. 
It really is cinematic. I mean, as I said, I loved the widescreen, the landscapes, as you said, the photography was beautiful at times. Yeah. And the close ups matched in everything. And your favorite l- idea, cutting off the tops of people's heads. Yeah, a lot of that. Oh, I saw a lot of that. <laughs> I'd say we're going, yeah, make your own of this. And all the characters are all stock characters. It's yeah. also, yeah, it doesn't have to be, not every film yeah. has to be brand exactly. new, exciting. It it's just has to be entertaining. Of, yeah, it's a type of film where back then people would cheer. And I mm. really wanted to cheer when I was in the cinema. I was really wanted to was throw there my... Was there many in the cinema? There was, actually. Yeah. I really wanted to throw my popcorn. And say, yes! <laughs> yes! I'd just, I'd just be so excited with the shoot. It just, yeah. You'd go out of there amazed. I left the cinema amazed of how much they kept of the original. But yeah, it was so... Like its own piece. It's yeah. It, it was is its so own film. Good. I was and oh. I was thinking that myself the way along that I could very happily go home and watch the original again after yeah. having watched this. I could watch both of them. They're two very. It's the same story, same plot, same development, same characters, but it's still a different film. Yeah. And they're both hugely enjoyable, great entertainment, yeah. and it goes really quickly. It's two hours twenty minutes. It flew by. Yeah, uh, I actually no thought. No sense of long. Yeah, I actually thought um, the first little shootout they have. I was like, oh, that was very quick. Thinking yeah, about, that I got like, into it. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. I was actually expecting it to go, like, in the original, it kind of goes towards the end. Mm-hmm. There's a huge story. But then the first little, I was like, oh. But it didn't feel like it was ruining it or everything. It actually built up the excitement for the end of yeah. it. You're kind of like, I can't wait to see your man coming into the village yeah. and it all happening. And it was so... Um, like even the 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 guns they were using, even the fact that the far- one of the things that I really liked about it was that they kept the fact that the farmers do not know how to use guns. Yeah, and they use their own things as well. Some yeah. of them that couldn't get around to you to, to understanding how a gun actually worked, mm-hmm. used their shovels or their axes or whatever, and that made it so much better. Yeah, well, and it did. It yeah, it was. It wasn't being too politically correct. These yeah. are peasants and these are professional gunmen that they've hired. And so there was all that in there. But they did, because the original is, you couldn't make the original exactly as it was now because it is a bit patronising to is, the villagers. Yeah, yeah. It's Especially not that way here. Mexicans. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> so. Yeah. But in this one, it isn't, but it still isn't overly politically correct. Now, there is, there's a lot of political correctness in it because you have, like, of the seven, there is a Native American. There an is Asian. a black guy. There is an Asian. They have all. They even have a woman there helping them out. The main one who hires them is a yeah. woman. I didn't mind any of that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't we think it's being past PC. that. Yeah, completely. Because she was very good as well. That woman yeah, was very good yeah. in it. So I didn't mind. I didn't think, oh, they're just being so right on. That's yeah, not at all. Yeah, and that's what I liked as well. The fact that they put the woman there, but yet she didn't have to say a lot to say, to make her impact. To make, yeah, she she was actually she had almost no lines throughout the film. Like it mm-hmm. was very little, but yet her presence was very powerful mm-hmm. in everything she was. Like you could see they respected her, even though she didn't say anything. Not only because she was paying them, yeah, but because I don't know, like she was a woman and she, she had, had her, she had yeah, and she had her principles and she stuck mm. to them and all that. And I think that was like very important. And it just she didn't have to. It wasn't so. Um, just having to say, you know, we're feminists or whatever, we have to put a woman there. Like, it wasn't... How do you, how do you call that? Token. Yeah. Yeah, basically. It, it wasn't yeah, it fit in. at all. It, it, yeah. it, it worked. Well, I think everything in it worked. And, 
even as you mentioned there about the music, one thing, because I was looking for the famous team all the way through and it was reference to it. You hear it yeah. occasionally for a few seconds and then back to normal. And, that's gone. and then right at the end, it comes on full blast through all the speakers in the city. And I thought, amazing. This is yeah. just, it's yeah. an epic film that does exactly what it should do. Hello, it's time for Marina's Unknown Character. Okay, that went very well. <laughs> that was a new one. <laughs> Every week, Sean is going to surprise us with the nine character five, and that surprised me. <laughs> so, um, but would be surprised. What would surprise me is if you have an annoying character. I don't. <laughs> I was afraid of that the whole way long. I don't because you don't like. It's not a film because I, it started off so well, and it started off me liking it so much mm-hmm. that I kind of was like literally there for interest. I wasn't on that analyzing the film like I would any other like Tarzan or mm. like Jungle Book or any other that were remakes mm-hmm. in a way because you don't like remakes ordinarily yeah you would you know and, and it's just this one was just so great from the start that I was kind of like I love all of them <laughs> well the, the one thing I will say is not a nine characters but underdeveloped characters I didn't think of the seven like the original Magnificent Seven you can remember all seven. They're all very distinct individuals. Not really um, in the original one. I, okay. Well, they're distinct, but they're not really developed. There's two of them yeah. that are kind of the one played, the one Ethan Hawke's represent in the original. Yeah. He's not really much uh, out there. I didn't say you see much more of um, what's his name? McQueen. Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. And um, Brenner is still. Yeah. yeah. And the one that, that Billy plays as well, the knife guy, he's yeah. a bit more developed. But the other two weren't as much. Well, I mean, they all have, they're like, like Charles Bronson. He's a significant one yeah. like, oh, because he's, he's yeah. the father figure yeah. to the kids. And um, the cowardly guy, like, he's significant enough and he is in this one as well. But I would he's say... He's very significant in this one. Yeah, well, much I'd more, say, I suppose. Yes, more yeah. than the previous one. And I mean, it is nicely done, the connection between him and the knife drawer. That there's a bond oh, between them yeah, and he supports yeah. him. Um, but other characters like the Mexican guy who comes in that they refer to as the Texican mm. at the film. He's very, when he appears first, he's an interesting character because he is a criminal that um, Denzel Washington is hunting and persuades him to join. He never really features again after that, after his arrival. Yeah. Well, yeah, he talks about the women and all that Yeah. Um, at one point. Uh, no, I should say, I don't mind this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm mentioning the fact that it just felt a little underdeveloped. Yeah, but. well, some of them actually, like your man, that they kept referring to as Bear, as the Bear. Yeah, John, no, sorry. I think his name. Now I do have an annoying character. He did, I'd forgotten him almost. He irritated me a little because uh, he felt too much like he was Friar Tuck. I was like the Friar Tuck of the band. He was this big, burly, laughable fella. And he was all right. But I liked him. You just wanted to hug him, really, didn't yeah. you? Yes, well, I didn't. <laughs> and No, but, like, he was he was all lovely. And, like, I I liked the way they made him a bit mean at the start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Killed those two. <laughs> and then, For stealing his horse yeah. or something like that. And then he's still lovable. Like, yeah. it's all... And I loved the fact that, as is the first one, the, the original one, and now the fact that they all get... Well, yes. And well, they, they don't all. There's, you well, most of them most, die. Well, it's the same. It's it's basically the same thing. I think three yeah. of them survive, and three survived the original one. And yeah, it's Denzel. No, we have to be careful what we're giving away. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no just, that's not it. Yeah, totally. I was just gonna list them. Out. You know who survives? Denzel. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some serious cutting there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say that there is 
I think it is about to say, because I know in Seven Samurai, it's trees survive. In Magnificent Seven, trees survive. Like the whole point of yeah. both of those was that they lost out. It's the village wins. And they both say that at the end. Yeah. Well, there wasn't any of that here, which I think that was one flaw I felt oh, with it. Was it was a bit subtle. Like you could see. Oh, yeah. But it, but there was more mo- in the previous ones. The only motive they had to help the village was to help the village. Whereas there is, and we won't give it away, but there is one of the characters has a reason to be part of the seven, to be this, to do this attack. And I didn't like that. I felt, no, it's better when they don't have any, because then it feels like you have to justify what they're doing. Yeah, okay. But that was the only, and that was a slight flaw. And it was very, or if it had been a bad film before that, that would have been incredible. So, well, that just shows how bad it is. So it was minor irritation, but I still didn't mind too much because Mm. I just love so much else about the film. Everything else just ticked the right box perfect villain he was absolutely superb yeah uh, pure very evil. good yeah and even right down to he just had no redeeming qualities at all he didn't like when he comes in and tries and tells them all he'll buy their land for $20 each and if not he'll kill them <laughs> like something as simple yeah, as that like yeah. it's just so cruel yeah but getting back to as I said which the, will make you uh, just one sec which will make you be on their side much more like on the on the seven guys side and the villagers side much oh yeah. more it makes you really root for them because in the first one, you kind of understand your man. Like it's well, he's a he's a bandit. This is yeah. what he does. He's a bad guy. This is what he does. <laughs> yeah. But in this, yeah, it's just you, you. You do. You're roused up. You want to get him yourself. Yeah. You'll be out there fighting with them, yeah. sort of thing. Um, so I would say, yeah. But what I was getting back to was the friar took. I can't even remember his name, but I know Vincent D'Onofrio played him. This is the big fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he's a great actor. And what was interesting for me was he played Orson Welles in Ed Wood. Remember when Ed Wood right. meets Orson Welles? And what the first thing that struck me when I saw him in this was he looks like Orson Welles in older life. Okay. He obviously didn't <laughs> to you because you're frowning deeply. Do you remember, have you seen footage of Orson Welles as an old man? No, but yeah. like... I think he's very like that. I don't think he was playing I'm going to have to research that yeah, now and have, have a, a look. Check. But um, coming full circle because I want to round it up now the highlight of the star of the film for me is Denzel Washington yeah. and I think he is the sort of actor and this really proves it that no matter how bad or whatever the film's like it's good once he's in it Yeah, I think definitely, he's yeah. it's another actor I would associate that with is Michael Caine I've, I wouldn't watch a Michael Caine film because he's in it and it's enjoyable no matter how bad it is mm. and I do get to you obviously don't agree No I'd, I'd, I'd say someone like Tom Hanks is someone yeah. like it's like kind of like a star for, like he's always very good some films were poor choices to make like Forrest Gump and Which the Dan Brown films um, oh yeah <laughs> Jesus what happens here um, no, you don't I like wrote, Forrest Gump oh I can't stand Forrest oh Gump. my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> oh wow I don't think we can stay friends anymore Mick so this and the Breakfast Club as well this is all this oh my god you like Forrest Gump Okay, well, join us next week for a special edition on why Forrest Gump is a load of crap. Marina has fainted and left the room. <laughs> Sean is dragging her out now and fanning her away. Well, okay. So join us next week when we have a new co-presenter, Spinorama, to discuss. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't like Forrest Gump. I really don't I'll like f- Forrest Gump. Find it in my heart to forgive you. <laughs> okay, let's watch it together sometime, and I'll just point out that's right, that's right, that's right. Actually, I. I I will take you up on You're that. apoplectic yeah, here. No, You're I, I really I liked Magnificent Seven. Loved it. Yeah. 
Okay, well, we'll wrap it up there as we go to fight it out, quite literally, over Forrest Gump. And join us again, whichever one of us survives that encounter. Me. <laughs> yes, so join <laughs> Marina on the next show when she will have, she'll probably just be talking to herself. So thank you for listening. I've been Mick Jordan. And I've been Marina Gorski. Bye now. Woo!